Hey, this is William Jackson. Welcome to My Quest to Teach Digital Evangelism. I want to welcome you back again for another episode. I am going to begin another season. Let's call this season two. And season one started last year in April. Seeing as a whole year has passed and there has been so much going on in relation to COVID and global warming social issues, parenting, relationship, marriage, a whole slew of things that have been going on locally, nationally, internationally, and politics and wars and rumors of wars. Uh, it's just so much that one person cannot cover it on their own. And even our news media have issues about covering what is going on in the world in digital snippets. Sometimes I call it um, uh, digital eye candy or ear candy because they touch on particular points and particular issues that covers a broad spectrum of what's going on globally. And unless you're like a 24-hour news channel, um, like some of the news channels are, I'm not going to say any because I'm not trying to sponsor any. Um, it, would nice, it would be nice if they sponsored me, but I'm not sponsoring any. But if anybody's out there listening to my quest to teach digital evangelism and you're interested in sponsoring um, this podcast, I would be more than happy to sit down and talk with you to make sure that our faith, first of all, aligns together. Our goals of providing quality content are aligned together and that we are sharing um, the word of God, the truth, um, in a meaningful and productive way that draws people near to want to learn more. So it is such a blessing to be here before you again today. And I wanted to cover um, youth leadership. Uh, where do we, when do we begin and where do we begin? And, and I, this is going to be a, a, a two-part um, uh, episode for the podcast because it's very important that you know, as a teacher of 33 years, I'm noticing more and more that youth, teens, and young adults lack this leadership quality that in what I call the old days, they were taught by their parents and their grandparents. But unfortunately, with the change of the dynamics of the parental structure, um, the, the changes that um, affect Families, uh, socioeconomic, educational, political, religious, spiritual, all those have a, an effect on how youth, teens, and young adults are taught leadership skills. And uh, I've been in many situations and circumstances where talking to kids about the importance of value of leadership. And one of the things to start out is what the heck is leadership? What actually is leadership? and why it's important. I like to share with them that leadership is the ability to be a good follower first, that you follow those people that are more knowledgeable and mature in a particular area than you are. Now, they can be knowledgeable, but if they're not more, but they're not mature enough to accept that leadership responsibility, <coughs> excuse me, then that creates an issue. 
because too many times we have leaders that just want to be called leaders and they don't do jack they don't do anything except want the title that's like wanting to be called a prime minister or a president or a ceo or cfo um, or what other um, eloquent title but you don't want to do the work that it demands to earn that title or even promote and help other people so leadership first of all we need to make sure we define that and understand it. and i'm not talking about a textbook definition of leadership i'm talking about um, who we can look up to and look at who is the quintessential leader and as a member of the body of christ we look at christ first he was the ultimate leader he was the ultimate teacher he was the ultimate rabbi he was the ultimate minister he was the ultimate everything in the way he led in the way he taught in the way he was a role model um, he went to the lord for guidance he went to the lord for direction he understood his purpose and as many of us you know through our lives we are challenged with what the heck is our purpose and sometimes our purpose is right there in front of us sometimes our purpose is looking us dead in the face but we are uh, so self-centered or so selfish we don't recognize it because we don't want to live in our purpose we don't want to walk in our purpose we want to do what we want to do when we want to do it how we want to do it and that's not how leaders are so we must first of all our youth teens and young adults need to be taught leadership leadership skills to prepare them for the future and you know some people may get mad at me about this but our young people in church our young people in ministry we need to make sure we offer them more leadership opportunities to be the leaders that the church of christ ministries need because if we don't set standards for them and set guidelines for them and, and learning opportunities, they're gonna walk away and they're gonna go other places. And statistically, more and more young people are leaving the Church of Christ, are leaving Christianity because they do not see the vision of them being involved and engaged and participating and being leaders in leadership roles in ministry. And if, if our kids do not see, and I say kids because I'm old enough to say that, um, if our kids, if our youth do not see that they are valuable and their skills, talents, and abilities and growing talents are not seen as valuable, they're going to walk away and go someplace else. So the common sense strategy is to bring our young people in ministry into ministry, but provide them opportunities to learn skills and talents that build their leadership abilities whether it's speaking in church on a consistent basis not just on special days like easter or thanksgiving or or christmas but on a consistent level have them read the scripture have them lead the songs have them read something uh, pertinent and important about the service that day have them read the bulletin have them read the calendar because they have to be prepared they have to practice to do that and it's a shame that, you know, we talk about leadership, we talk about grooming our young ladies and young men in leadership, but we fall short sometimes in that. And I say young ladies too, because it's, it's past time that our young ladies are, are allowed to participate more as leaders in the ministry in the Church of Christ. And the reason I say that when we read through scripture, we see how ladies are involved, how ladies um, uh, paved the way 
for men to be involved in ministry, how women supported the ministers or the, the ministerial um, direction that the church was going, how during challenging times and trying times and stressful times that women played a key and pivotal role. So we have to give them their props. We have to make sure that they are included and involved. Uh, we're not talking about letting women take over the church. We're not talking about changing doctrine. We're not talking about, but in scripture, women participated in ministry and we must have avenues um, in place for them to do that. So our youth teens and young adults need to be young, young men and young women need to be taught leadership skills to prepare them for the future. Um, two, our parents, especially our mothers need to be recognized as good and excellent role models. Mothers are preparing their children for the future. And children do not recognize that until later in life. And I have to attest to that in my life because I didn't see how my grandmother and my mother were grooming me to be a leader, how they were grooming me to be uh, involved in my community the way I am, ingrained in me um, the necessary um, skills of humility and humbleness. And, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, I, I, I have to readjust my thinking that the things that I am doing, the accomplishments I have, are not just based on who I am, what my name is, and what I'm doing, but they're based on the blessings from God that put me in these situations and circumstances. So it's important that we make sure our mothers are prepared not necessarily, but importantly, financially, but with resources to guide their children in the direction that they need to go, particularly, particularly mothers that are working one or two jobs, particularly maybe mothers and even grandmothers that are working one, two or three jobs just to provide for their families. And even mothers that are not working, they need access to educational and uh, ministerial resources to to make sure that their families know God, know who God is, worship God in spirit and in truth, and are those pillars in the family to, to encourage prayer, to encourage um, devotion, to encourage um, the, the, the knowing and understanding that Christ um, has expectations for us. Now, when I say that, that doesn't mean that dads are not important. Dads are important too. But dads play another role in the leadership by setting a good example how valuable and important leaders are, but the value and importance of humility, humbleness, and continuing growth in education. For number three, there is a need for leaders in any profession, any particularly in ministry, to mentor and help youth teens and young adults to grow. The best way to do that is collaboration and cooperation. And cooperation and collaboration go hand in hand where you are allowing young ladies and young men to do the works in the ministry. That includes them even in, even, you know, at times cleaning the church, even at times taking care of the church, whether it's the building, whether it's the grounds, whether giving them some type of responsibility. Now, most of us, if not all of us listening to this, 
watched a movie years ago, years ago called The Karate Kid, where this kid from New York came down to, I believe it was Miami, if I'm not, no, California, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and Mr. Moagi, he, he saved the kid from having his behind whooped and, you know, taught him karate. But it wasn't just the karate. It was, it was the skills that were necessary to be um, skillful in learning karate. You know, we, we see the iconic scenes, wipe on, wipe off, wipe on, wipe off. So instead of standing there doing karate punches and blows two or three hours a day, what did he have him do? He had him wash his car. He had him wax his car. He had him clean. He had him sweep. He had him paint. He had him do chores and works that were beneficial that taught that young man responsibility and leadership skills that he could use throughout life. So when we give our kids a chance to be leaders, we must give them tasks. We must collaborate and cooperate with them to complete tasks that they see themselves achieving and they, have, they learn honor, they learn responsibility, they learn patience, they learn humility and how to be humble. Too many kids today are arrogant to the point where it's just, it's, it's crazy that they're arrogant, but they haven't um, worked or done anything to show their achievement and show their growth. And I'll just say it like that. Too many kids have this feeling of that, that they deserve things that they haven't earned. And it's a tragedy in this life and in, in, in our time and age where when you ask a young person, hey, can you help me clean the house? Hey, can you help me make dinner? Hey, can you help me walk the dog? Or hey, can you help me wash the dog? Or hey, can you help me wash the car or vacuum out the car? They get an attitude. They look at you like they like you crazy. They they expect to be given things, but not having to work for them. And just imagine when they become adults. We have many adults out here that that think that they are um, beyond manual labor type tasks that build leadership skills. And and we see it in business, and we see it in, in entrepreneurs, and we see it in education and different areas of technology, and unfortunately, we see it in ministry where people think that they are old things and they haven't done the work to achieve them. So we need mentors, we need collaboration, we need cooperation to help build youth teens and young adults as future leaders in ministry that will help the ministry grow. Now, this is not going to happen overnight. It takes time, it takes patience, and it takes diligence. And it takes working within the ministry for everyone to see the vision, what you're going to try to accomplish. And it's not going to happen overnight because it takes a while for kids or youth to learn the skills necessary to be future leaders. And number five, and, and I'm counting down, you know, I'm, I'm counting up to, to, to each of these areas. Because history has shown that people, unfortunately, rely on too much from the government than they do in their own abilities within them. And people grow comfortable and, and uh, 
are complacent in wanting to learn and wanting to grow more. And they have this process of having colonized thinking. Now, when I say colonized thinking, I don't mean one specific country or one specific culture or, or you know, overthrowing a nation. I'm talking about people that just think, okay, well, the government going to take care of me. The government going to provide. The government going to give me this. The government going to give me that. And I don't feel the need to go out and, and do anything productive to better myself because the government going to provide minimal, so I should be happy with that. So in relation to that, I say, hell no. People need to be able to use their skills, talents, and abilities to put them in a position constantly to grow. Not just for them to grow, but for their families to grow. Ministry is, is designed for spiritual growth. But you can't grow spiritually if you feel complacent and you just ready to just sit there and think, okay, I'm, I'm, Christ is supposed to give me stuff. He's supposed to give me everything that I want. I may get on my knees and pray for so many things, but Christ is going to look at you like, wait a minute, first of all, you know, or do you follow my teachings? Do you, are you humble in your heart? Uh, do you have a heart that uh, his father, our father, our Lord can be proud of? And that's humble to his bidding. In your spirit, do you hear the Lord? So there's a difference between saying, I'm a child of God, uh, I'm a Christian, and actually understanding what that means accepting the spirit knowing the spirit and understanding the spirit and continuing to grow in the spirit uh, anybody can claim to be spiritual anybody can claim to be religious anybody can claim to walk in the spirit but unless you have that personal relationship with god that personal relationship where you are humble and you are obedient and you understand your place in the realm of being a child of God and being a Christian, then it, there's still always a lot to grow. You can read the Bible from front to back, but do you really understand the significance of Scripture when you're reading it and can share with others what it actually means? In what context can you take that Scripture and use it in everyday life? And how, through your words, deeds, and actions, you can share your faith with others. And it's important that we know these, that we understand these, and that we, we put ourselves in a position of, of leadership to help our youth in ministry to accept the responsibilities late, later as ministers. We can't afford to judge through gender. We can't afford to judge through race. We can't afford to judge through... Um, lifestyle, we can't afford to judge through um, the traditions of the church or what we think personally needs to happen in the church. What does scripture say? What does the Bible say? And we must be humble enough to listen and follow to what is being read in the Bible that concerns our lives. There is a lot to being a leader, not just telling people what to do, but being accountable, being responsible, particularly if you're wrong, 
being able to make decisions. Left, right, up, down, forward, and back. People want to know, make a decision. Can you make a decision outside of the realms of your personal edification and your personal elevation? It's all about Christ. It's all about his mission, his vision, to save souls, to keep souls saved, and to build the kingdom of God. So we're going to stop right there. We did number five, and it was really important. It was really wonderful. And we have several more to go. And I hope this allows you to have a discussion within your family, within a Bible study, within a collaboration or cooperation with others. And I just want to say, as a member of the Body of Christ at San Jose Church of Christ, it has been such a blessing to learn from the ministers and the leaders at San Jose and other churches of Christ that I have um, studied at, Northside Church of Christ with Brother Al and Brother Charlie, um, where my wife and I fellowship at San Jose with uh, my brothers Roger and Joel and a few others that, that I always say iron sharpens iron. So the more that I learn from um, these men and even some of these women in, in the church, it makes me a better leader, a better follower, a better parent, uh, a better teacher of the word, and putting myself uh, on the back burner and putting Christ first before me in everything. So thank you for listening. God bless you and your families. And remember, um, we have changed the, the, uh, the structure of my quest to teach digital ministry to Tuesdays. Um, at one time, I was working very hard to go Tuesdays and Thursdays. As we say, you know, as a, as a sports term, we going hard, we going hard. But um, I don't want to go hard and, and de diminish the quality of the content. I want to go hard and increase the quality. So thank you very much for listening, and God bless you and your family. And each Tuesday, I will be posting new content um, continuously on a regular basis because the Lord has moved me to do this. It's, it's a blessing that my wife has given me um, the, the blue mic. Um, I appreciate that and the encouragement that she has provided and those in the community. So looking forward to um, posting more content each Tuesday. Today is Tuesday, excuse me, today is Monday, I'm sorry, April 11th. Um, so this will be posted on Tuesday, April 12th. So what's left in April? Well, we have the 12th, the 6th, excuse me, the 12th, the 19th, and the 26th. What better opportunity than to start off on a good foot in April where I started in 2021 and going further and going forward in April 2022. Amen, amen, amen. God bless and looking forward to sharing more content with you soon. We're not done with this. We have a few more areas to go in talking about leadership. God bless.